Hello, and welcome to BMW Pod, the ultimate show about all things BMW. Today we're going to be talking about how the experts build an X2. The X2 was introduced as the alternative, the sporty and youthful alternative to the X1. Dimensionally, it is smaller than the X1, uh, while having a sloped coupe-inspired roofline and design um, with with a lower, sportier look, uh, which is most uh, obvious when the car is spec'd with the M Sport X package. Um, it's the M Sport X package because 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 reasons. Um, that's that's why. Uh, but they wanted to emphasize this car's youthful new BMW design. Um, this car is not for uh, the generation of people who drive 7 Series or 5 Series or even 3 Series, really. Um, at least not according to BMW. You can buy whatever car you like, and if you like this car, more power to you. Uh, however, this car was created for um, younger people and a younger audience who's just getting into BMWs. The X2 is typically, in most markets, going to be a little bit more expensive than the X1 um, by a certain amount um, in the United States. It's going to be just about $2,000 more expensive than the X1. Um, and if you want to know all about how to build an X2, go back and listen to our X1 video, or our X1 podcast, rather. Uh, we talk about how to how to build the perfect X1, um, and that will cover all of the unique engine options for, or the non-unique engine options for the X1 and X2. I talk about all the different engines, all the different power levels for all of those engines in, in various markets. So today, I want to talk about what sets the X2 apart from the X1 and why you should or shouldn't get it. Um, you should know that everything available on the X2 is available on the X1, and everything available on the X1 is available on the X2. And for the most part, that actually holds true to the Mini Countryman and Clubman, um, aside from a few options. Uh, the only major difference that you can find uh, is that the X2 has the M Sport X package available, which is a sort of more edgy unique looking package uh, or m sport package uh, specifically for the x2 um and so if you like the way that looks you should definitely get it now that is the best advice i can give you for how to pick between the x1 and the x2 the answer is you pick the one that you like the way the, the one that you prefer visually so if you think the x2 looks better get it and if you think the x1 looks better get it the only thing that I would, the only caveat to that is if you need more space. If you need more space than the X2 offers, get an X1. And if you need more space than the X3 offers, don't get an X2, get an X3. Okay? Very good. I want to talk about what makes the X2 special and different from the X1, and that is its M performance variant the X2 M35i, and the X2 M Mesh Edition, which is simply a X228i X-Drive that looks a little bit different and fancy. You can uh, 
You can learn more about that on the episode I did about the M Mesh Edition X2. But for now, the X2 M35i is the M Performance version of the X2. It is comparable to the Mercedes-Benz GLA 35 AMG and the Range Rover, um, the Range Rover Evoque. Uh, I believe it's the P300, um, or if it's not P300, it's the the performance version though. So the P, I think it's two night. It's either 290 or 300. I'm sorry, I I forget it off the top of my head. I've seen them. I've driven one. It's fine. Um, it's comparable to that, and. Uh, just some quick specs off the rip. It has the B48 BMW engine, so it's a four-cylinder twin-scroll turbocharged engine uh, with about 300 horsepower and 332 pound-feet of torque. The car is rated for about 4.7 seconds to 60 miles an hour, although I, in my my butt tells me it's a little quicker than that. And it's uh, that trans that engine is mated to a six-speed. Nope. Nope, nope, an eight-speed automatic transmission, transverse mounted. This is not the same transmission found in all other BMWs, um, or at least the rear-wheel drive ones. This is the ASIN transmission, so it's worth knowing that. It's a different transmission. It's still eight speeds, but it's a different one. Um, so it's going to respond and, and be a little bit different from the ZF unit found in all of our other cars. Um, and if I were to pick a weakness for this car, it would be that. The transmission is really the biggest letdown this car has. Uh, the 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 front biased all-wheel drive nature um, really doesn't bother me at all, uh, but the transmission response really leaves a lot to be desired, and so uh, that is my biggest complaint. Okay, so let's get into actually building an X2 M35. How should you buy it to get the most from your money? Now, of course, uh, there are a lot of things to consider when uh, looking for buying a car, right? Are you going to lease it? Are you going to buy it? What? Well, that's up to you. Um, but I build cars based on uh, what what would I want to most get into every morning and be happy about looking at and driving, right? Because both are important. You want it to look good. But for me, I really care a lot about driving, and so do all the people uh, that I, all the experts that I work with, um, and that I help. Uh, build these cars and learn how to build these cars and learn all about these cars. Um, when we build these cars, uh, typically we stray as far away um, from Alpine White as possible. Not because Alpine White is ugly, uh, but because typically people like premium colors on M Performance cars. Not all the time, uh, but typically. Um, so some of the hot choices for this car are Misano Blue, which is now available on the X1 as well. Galvanic Gold, which is unique to this car only. So only the X2 gets Galvanic Gold. Um, Galvanic Gold is similar to the M3's Austin Yellow. So if you've seen that, it's kind of similar. Sunset Orange Metallic, um, which are all of the premium colors, uh, in addition to Black Sapphire and Mineral Gray. And then at the end of that, you have Storm Bay Metallic. Storm Bay is kind of a, um, it's like light bluish gray, but like not gray. It's it's much lighter than your typical bluish gray. And um, it sticks out a lot. It is definitely a premium plus color in the sense that it costs more 
than all the other premium colors, uh, about twice or a little bit more than that as much. Uh, but I think it's the best color this car comes in. Um, it really suits the M performance look of this car. It's kind of dark and foreboding. And to me, it kind of wears this car's sporty intentions without being flashy. That said, one of my one of my close friends and co-workers has a Misano Blue X2 M35, and it's an excellent car. And I would uh, I would absolutely absolutely suggest you get Misano if you want um, kind of a a really happy, fun looking blue. Um, it reminds me of Grabber Blue or Nitrous Blue from Ford's lineup. Okay, so once you pick your color, uh, we're gonna move on to wheels. Now, wheels isn't just about uh, which one looks good, um, that, because that is important, but there's more tied to that than just that. The car comes standard for the 2021 model year with 19-inch M double-spoke wheels with all-season run-flat tires. I think that you should, if, if you're going to uh, get this car um, with, with any... Any amount of uh, options or anything like that. Um, the best looking wheels that this car offers by far are the 20-inch M double-spoke wheels. And for the for the for the fee that is charged to get those wheels, it is an absolute no-brainer in my opinion. Um, it still comes with performance run flat tires, um, so you get an upgrade from the all-season, um, but you still get the benefits of having run flats. If you hate run flats. You can get the 19 M double spoke wheels, the same one that comes standard, except with high performance non-run flat tires. Um, I believe in this case they're going to be Michelin. However, uh, that will that could change um, based on the actual uh, supply chain or the, the the time of purchasing the car. Um, we'll get back to the the fourth option um, because that actually is important. Uh, as as it pertains to how the car rides. Um, but for me, I would definitely get the 20s, even though it still has run flats. I just think they look drastically better. Okay. On the inside, there are four colors available. Oyster on black, which is essentially um, oyster seats, oyster touch points on the inside, with black around the rest of the interior so the, the 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 pillars and such will be black and all of the um plastics and such will be black so no no parts will be changed to make those colors black and that is a theme throughout this car so just know that the interior is kind of dual tone no matter what you do unless you get black you can get black sensitech as well um sensitech is bmw's imitation leather now black sensitech is kind of the standard um we don't see many m35 cars with an oyster interior um i've maybe seen one and that car took a long time to sell uh and i've only seen two x2 m35s with black sensatech which is twice the amount of the cars with oyster but it is still not very much everybody who gets this car gets Dakota Leather. Dakota Leather may not be your favorite um, your favorite color, right? Um, or your favorite kind of leather. It's not mine either. 
for sure. I prefer Vernasca, Vernasca, or uh, Merino. Um, I, I just, I do. That said, the number one option for this car, well, the number two option for this car, is Magma Red Perforated Sports Seats. They look excellent. And no matter what color you get on the outside, they look amazing on the inside. And they really look, uh, they wear this car's happy-go-lucky, fun, sporty attitude on their sleeve. They're comfortable, they hold you in well, and they look race car. Um, broadly, they're essentially the seats out of the X5M, uh, the outgoing model. And um, I really like them. And uh, they look great in mag magma red. You can, of course, get them in black leather, uh, but I think they look best in magma red. Trim-wise, there are a few options. Uh, the, the car comes standard with pearl gray chrome. Uh, I, I think that looks terrible. I, I like black high gloss or aluminum hexagon with the Estoril blue highlights. Um, you can't get aluminum hexagon with Estoril blue if you get the red interior, though, so that sucks. Um, but I prefer the high gloss black. I think it looks best. Um, high gloss does kind of suck. Just don't touch it. Okay. Moving on to the options for this car. Uh, there are some traps uh, on this car, and you need to be able to avoid those at all costs. We'll get into that in a second. Now, one of the good things about this car is that it comes standard uh, with navigation, so you don't need to pay for that or anything like that. Um, but you do want to get a few options uh, that, that make this car a little bit better for your daily uh, driving commute. Um, now, there is, there is one option that is just straight up not an option to get. You have to get it. No matter, no matter who you are, if you have the budget and you are custom building or custom ordering one of these cars, you need to get dynamic damper control. It is called different things depending on the year. Um, I believe one year called it the dynamic handling package. Uh, but this year for 2021, it is known as dynamic damper control. You need to get it. It's going to make the car ride better, and it's going to make the car uh, more adaptive to the situation that you're driving in. And I, I cannot stress enough how important this is if you're going to drive it daily. And for the price it's offered in, I just, I cannot possibly see a reason to not get it. Um, okay, so that said, we always order these cars with the premium package. There's no reason to not get it if you're custom ordering it. You get heads-up display, heated front seats, and a heated steering wheel. Um, for me, the heads-up display is worth the price of entry alone, um, but heated seats and heated steering wheel are absolutely necessary in the climate that I live in. Um, if you want only one of those things, you can get it a la carte, but I think it's better to just pay for uh, the convenience package because that's how everyone else does it okay um the parking assistant is pretty much necessary on all of these cars uh i don't think the parking assistant is the best on the x2 i think the the iDrive 7 cars wear it better um so if you don't really need it like if you don't fancy yourself as somebody who needs to parallel park like if you live in texas who cares don't get the parking assistant doesn't really matter acc stop and go driving assistant um it's discounted from our other cars um, usually in the United States, uh, it is $1,700 um, on most of our cars, but because this car has kind of a cut-down version of that, um, 
it's only going to be $950. Personally, I think there's no reason for it. I don't think you need it on this car. If you if you feel like you're going to be commuting a lot in this car and doing a ton of stop and go, stop and go, like highway traffic, first of all, this is not the car. Um, I think there's a better BMW for that, which we can talk about another time. Um, but if if you want it, get it. But I personally don't think it's really necessary, and we typically do not order them that way as it's just added cost for not a ton of benefit uh, to the actual customer buying it. Um, now, roof rails in high gloss shadow line is an absolute must for me. I don't want any uh, anything that isn't black trim on the car. Uh, I think I think that looks hideous and is not not great. But if you like chrome, if you don't if you don't dislike um, if you don't want that aesthetic, you don't need it. There's no reason. Like it's it's fine. The panoramic moonroof um, really should be bundled with the premium package. I don't know why it isn't, but it it really needs to be. Um, I would get that. Uh, it's an SUV. It's not a race car. Um, it's just a fun car. I think getting the panoramic moonroof, while it does add a little bit of weight, um, is totally worth it. I, I I think the X2 has a good moonroof, and it is worth, worth that price of entry. But if you don't want a moonroof, then just don't get it. Um, there's there's no nothing lost. Harman Kardon surround sound system is worth it for me. Now, a lot of people say that these Harman products are terrible, and now I don't hear it. My ears don't tell me at all that through Bluetooth audio, this is not good enough sound. To you, maybe it's not, and you'll put your own system in it, in which case then, of course, do that. Uh, but if you don't plan on putting your own system in it, I think the Harman Kardon surround system is adequate to what we're tr what most people are trying to do but of course if you have your own needs uh, just leave it out and replace it um but i wouldn't recommend listening to the basic sound system because it doesn't sound very good um I, I could never pretend to that now um i mentioned that there are some trap options those are wireless charging that's the trap wireless charging on this car is frankly a scam and I need. I wish BMW would fix this uh, because I don't know if they intend it to be an issue specifically, or if they're trying to like win someone over. I imagine they just take these really nice, uh, really nice shots, and you know, to the best of their their ability. But um, the picture uh, for wireless charging shows wireless charging on a G twenty three series uh, specifically. Um, like a nicely specked out adaptive handling, or sorry, dynamic handling package uh, 3 series, right? Like a car with a lot of options. And it shows the wireless charging pad uh, that is capable of fitting the largest phones on the market, right? So Samsung, Samsung Galaxy Notes and iPhone Pro Max phones with cases can fit in this charging dock. Barely, but they can. Um, this is not the same charging dock that is in an X2 or an X1. And so if you get wireless charging, you will get uh, you will get a little bit of, um, you know, you will be able to actually wirelessly charge your phone, but it's the old snap-in adapter. And that means that your phone probably won't actually fit. An iPhone 12 Pro Max does not fit. An iPhone 12 Pro does fit without a case and even then really only an iphone 11 technically does fit without a case 
Um, with a case, there's no hope. It's not going to fit. And anything, any normal-sized phone with a case, the way a normal actual human being uses it, flat out will not fit. So please do not buy this option. Just just get a USB Type-C. There's plenty of charging in this car. Uh, just get a USB Type-C cable and charge it up or a USB Type-A cable, whatever you want, and charge it up that way. Uh, or a cigarette lighter cable. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend that as opposed to... Uh, wasting your money on a terrible, terrible, terrible option. Uh, so please don't do that. So that's how I build an X2 M35i. Now, just to summarize the options uh, that I have picked, I picked the premium, the premium plus color, so Storm Bay Metallic, with 19-inch M double-spoke wheels uh, with performance non-run flat tires. Those those tires only come uh, with the well, not only, but th those tires come with the adaptive handling package. Those are those are the ones that are defaulted to when you select the uh, the adaptive suspension. So that is definitely um, that is definitely my pick for like if you can only afford one extra option, definitely do that. Um, I don't think you should be stretching your money on these cars. Uh, if you can't afford that option without it hurting you, like please buy something cheaper, like like buy a normal X X1 or X2. Uh, I don't want you going in debt for a car. Uh, please, 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 please. Uh, anyway, black eyeglass trim with pearl chrome accent because we got magma red per perforated Dakota leather. I got the premium package, dynamic damper control, M Sport seats for the driver and passenger, panoramic moonroof, and roof rails in high gloss shadow line. Um, for me, that's the perfect X2 M35. That is exactly how I would order it. And frankly, I have looked at this exact car like six times in the last week because I need a car before the G80 M3 comes out um, that can actually deal with Boston winters um, because my current car has PS4Ss on them. And, and it's not fun. <laughs> um, potholes are really scary. Anyway, uh, yeah, so the X2 M35, uh, that's how I build it. And those are my tips for how I would suggest you build it. If you value other things in your cars, of course, let me know how you'd build it. Um, and this is just a guideline. This is, this is the sort of our best practices for building the most enthusiast BMW-like focused uh, X2 M35i. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of BMW Pod. Remember that you can support us at patreon.com slash BMW POD. You can follow me on Instagram at BMW POD underscore M-A-R-K. And that's about it. I hope you have a good day, good night, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it may be. Stay safe. Take it easy.